So Ashley and I like to do podcasts while we're driving and sort of stuck in the car. We were coming back from a weekend trip and we recorded a podcast to hear the whole thing. Uh, You hear that on our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash NPE podcast, or you can go to our npepodcast.com website and hit the partner with us button. It'll show you how to hear the Paul and Ashley podcast, which we do once a week on a regular basis and sort of sharing the story of Ashley and me. You have to be in our Patreon community. This is where we get our uh, financial backing. We're going to grow that. We do need finances to do that. Um, There is a a marketing plan we would like to jump into that's going to cost us. So your help financially would really help. So let me encourage you to go. At the $5.99 a month level, you just get in our discussion groups and you'll be able to, to know when we're having a discussion group. You'll just be helping and we'll love you a lot. But if you get in at $12.99 a month, uh, then you're going to get a free autographed copy of my book and you'll get access to the Paul and Ashley podcast every time we put it out. There's also a $26.99 a month level and $100 a month level for those of you that really believe, really believe in what Ashley and I are doing and could put that uh, put some money towards that to help us out. I would love you for it. It's patreon.com slash NPE podcast. That's the Patreon site itself, or you can go to npepodcast.com, hit that partner with us button at the top, and it'll take you there, and you can get in and be our partner on our Patreon community. So now, here's Ashley and me driving back from the coast, sharing a little bit of what we see in media and talking about race and race relations and white guilt and all that stuff. Enjoy and hear the full podcast over on our Patreon page. Okay, let's record. Three, two. Okay, wh- wh- which podcast is this? You have a lot of them. This is this is the Paul and Ashley podcast on nonpartisan evangelical. Oh, okay. Are we recording this? So, uh, so should we do a quick readout on the Santa Barbara City College football team, <laughs> nephew, Sage Sobrato, number 77, center for Santa Barbara Community College. Sage did a great job. They won 56 to 6 and uh, just enjoyed, enjoyed a little family time. And um, now we're looking ahead to the week and thinking, thinking as we're driving, like, okay, what was significant about this last week and what are we seeing in the week ahead? So you had some interesting stuff on your, uh, on your feed, your social media feed this week. Yeah. And first off, thanks to everybody who shared my stuff and liked it, commented. Every time you do that, it helps. Um, yeah, I, I did a uh, released my blog that's called Addicted, uh, Healed of an Addiction to Rush Limbaugh and advertised it a little bit on Facebook. And so it hit some people that don't know me. And so immediately what I got back on the feed were comments like, you're a leftist pig, F you. (laughs) Um, Some really helpful comments like that, like you suck at writing and you need a better editor and you are dangerous to the world. And how can you say conservative media is dangerous when when you're a crackpot liberal media head F you. So the F you seemed to be a common thing. Okay, so um, so I have to get I have I got such a kick out of hearing you tell this story of like people on your on your site. Um, 
because what happened was, is people were lighting you up for saying something that was maybe a little provocative, but true, a very true, real experience of you fasting from um, conservative media for, was it like a week or something? And, uh, and actually changed your outlook. And for you, it was like something that was very impactful. And so you wrote a blog about it. And uh, boy, people get really, really worked up about stuff like that. So but then you come back at them, not with, hey, you know, you're, you're ugly, and your mom addressed you funny. But you came back with like, hey, like, why did why did you react that way? Um, let's keep it civil and all that. And then, and then you actually ended up making, making a friend <laughs> out of this guy. Well, I don't know if we totally made a friend, but yes. And I, I, you know, and I'm a little bit snarky because part of my thing is let's have a, let's have a real conversation. And it, and, and I do believe that conservative media has harmed the Christian evangelical church, and I do think Christ, uh, right-wing media is harmful to culture. I think it's it's extremely dev- divisive and fear-based, and you can read my blog to get more of that. But you know, the the one the one guy that I quoted directly that came in and said, you know, basically what he said was, "How can Epic Times, which I hate to even mention the name of the horrible online newspaper that you should not read if you love Jesus." Um, and I'm, I'm half joking on that. Um, how can they get banned by Facebook and you get to do this S stuff? And, and, and then, you know, he just said, you're, you're a liberal something or other F you. And so my, my response to him, it was a little bit snarky, but you know, he's just like, Hey, stay classy. That was my response. And so he, he came back with like, how can I stay classy when the other side is so not classy and attacking and I'm just sick of all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So then I said to him, Hey, sorry, you feel that way. I'm sorry that stuff has happened to you. I'm sure that doesn't feel good. Um, but you're not making your point by coming on and yelling at me and saying F you. And so then he, he, so to his credit, his next post on my feed was, Hey, I read some of your other stuff. It sounds like you're smart and actually do want to have a conversation. So I'm intrigued and I'm going to stick around and, and hear more. And so then I said to him again, I said, that's awesome. I really take that as a compliment. And that means a lot to me. You know, when when somebody on the right, conservative media is getting something right and being truthful. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for doing that. And when it happens on the left, same thing, you know, but it, it, it is just this discipline of being really intellectually honest. It's not really favored or valued in um, society right now, but I think that's really what God is calling us back to. And particularly as believers, like, you know, if we can't be the ones to stand up and say, like, look, we want truth. We don't care which side of the aisle it comes from. Um, then, you know, kind of where where is that social mooring for our community? I think that's our responsibility as as believers and Christ followers. So I didn't mean to get religious that's on that good. point, but no, <laughs> um, uh, it is it is that significant, though. And so the other thing is um, we are driving down a two lane highway right now, a little bit windy. Um, we forgot the equipment that we needed for our microphone. So we are passing this little recorder back and forth. And I'm just going to ask my husband to not keep turning your head towards the microphone. And I will, give it to me I will in a while. put it up to your mouth to speak because I desire to live.
you've been in the midst of some really big stuff, uh, leading a program called Fresno Drive. Uh, maybe not leading may not be the right word. You can say more about that. But just tell us about this really important project you're working on and sort of the basis of what we do as a household and how it's a big part of what you're doing. My team and I this last year um, found data from the Urban Institute that um, that show not only is Fresno's economy distressed really for everybody in Fresno, 55th out of 59 of the largest cities in California for economic distress from um, 1970 to 2017, but more significantly that we suffer from the greatest racial disparity of any other large city in California. So if you're a person of color in Fresno, you are more likely to experience um, economic distress than you are a white person. Now, people living in Fresno, particularly people of color, are saying right now, are you kidding me? How can you only just now see this? or know this, like this is something we've lived with for literally generations and generations. And all I can say is, it is, it's hard, it's harder to see it when the overall economy is distressed, but that is no excuse. And the fact of the matter is we are today trying to shine light on this issue as best we can. Our team has been um, really immersed and thrust into an important, um, important conversation about racial disparity in places like Fresno. And gosh, it's been hard. Um, I've learned a lot. I have a feeling I have only scratched the surface on what I need to understand better. And um, gosh, I just really feel this is, I mean, this is going to sound kind of stupid, I guess, but I'll say it anyway. This is so God's heart for this time. And, and it is abundantly clear to me that, um, this is the work of our community right now is addressing racial disparity and it should have should have been more of a focus a long time ago so that's ashley and me a little bit unfiltered um if you want to hear the entire podcast go to our patreon community website patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com patreon.com slash n-p-e podcast and you can hear it all there or go to my website npepodcast.com hit that partner with us button. And remember, this is the financial backing we need to get this message out. So if you believe in what we're doing and what we're sharing, you're interested in hearing uh, my heart and Ashley's heart, our household heart that has led us to this place, then you'll need to sign up at that $12.99 a month level. And we will so appreciate your help as we're trying to build and grow the message of the NPE podcast and get the Joseph Comes to Town book out there. So we sure love you and appreciate you for your help. That's patreon.com slash NPE podcast or go to npepodcast.com and hit that partner with us button and you can join our Patreon community. Love you guys. We will talk to you soon.